Hi, everyone. Good morning. Um, my name's Katie Flanagan. I'll be graduating from Oak Knoll in Summit this year and going to Holy Cross in Massachusetts next year. <laughs> and the verses that I'll be focusing on are Matthew 5, 6 through 9. And this reads, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. And blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. So first to start off, what does it mean to be blessed? To be blessed is a personal joy and peace that comes from knowing God and being in relationship with God. And today the word blessed is kind of used synonymously often with happiness or you're blessed with wealth, blessed to be in a great relationship. But then the Greek word for blessed was makarios and there was this island, super well-known island, called the Island of Cyprus, and it was so well-known because of just how all-around perfect it was, perfect climate, perfect location, fertile soil, everything that you needed was on this island. And this word makarios, blessed, was associated with this. And so from this um, Old Testament definition of blessed, we can kind of determine that um, to be blessed is this perfect fulfillment, which just reiterates the fact that there's no possible way to become blessed through human means or through anything that you do. And the only way to become blessed is through God because we're also reminded every day through our sins that Jesus Christ was the only perfect human who's ever walked this earth and therefore we need him to become perfectly fulfilled. And there's nothing that you can do, no single action that you can take to become blessed. It's things that you are, and this is outlined in the Beatitudes, you can be hungry and thirsty for righteousness, you can be merciful, you can be pure in heart, and you can be a peacemaker, and this just takes so much more dedication and so much more faith than any single action. And so, um, to the first Beatitude I'll be talking about, this hunger and thirst for righteousness, it reads, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. So hunger and thirst, what, is, what does this mean? It's a passion, it's a need, and it's a, it's a drive for, to know God, and it's a drive to know more about him and to seek this righteousness. And it's something that you are because it's, it's a state in which can only grow deeper as you further and further seek God. And God promises that someone who hunger and thirsts for righteousness will be filled, and this is in a way that only he can fill us because if you're hungry and thirsty, then the only thing that can quench that is food and water. And so the only thing that can quench a hunger and a thirst and a drive and a need for righteousness is a deeper relationship with God. And so how do we develop this need to know more about God and this need for a greater relationship with him? I think it's through curiosity and never complacency. And if you're comfortable where you are with God right now and you're not asking questions and wanting to just delve deeper and further your relationship with him. There's no way that you're as passionate as to be hungry and thirsty for righteousness. And so next, blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. And so what does it mean to be merciful? And it's not just one good act. It's not just feeling badly for people, but it's a constant state and it's something that you are because it's something that's constantly in your heart. You're constantly facing everything with just mercy. And the only way that you can be merciful 
is to first know God's mercy for you and for everyone. And the more that you know about God's mercy, then the more you're able to be merciful and you're more able to share it. And I think that this comes back to the beatitude I just talked about, the hunger and thirst for righteousness. Because this is really the start. This is the spark of gaining knowledge and an understanding of God's mercy. And it's through wanting to know him more and hungering and thirsting for his righteousness that you learn about his mercy. And then the only thing that you can do after that is just to share it. And um, so then pure in heart. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. So what does it mean to be pure in heart? Um, I kind of think of a singleness of mind and a singleness of heart, a just complete focus on God with no other motives at all. And a person who's pure in heart, their goal is to please God. Their one goal is to carry out his will. And this is a transformation that can only occur through being born in Je- born again in Jesus Christ and dedicating your life and dedicating your heart to him. Because, And this is something that you are because once you give your life to Christ, there's no going back and you always have this perpetual foundation and this perpetual support to become pure in heart and focused solely on God. And so God promises that we will see him. There's a promise to see God in this beatitude. And this is not only in heaven, but also on earth. Once you have this focus, once you have this um, single-heartedness about God, you can see him everywhere all around you and the people around you in your own life, in nature, just everywhere. And then obviously the promise to see God in heaven is the ultimate promise. And again, I think this goes back to the hunger and thirst for righteousness because this is the foundation. This is what cultivates the curiosity and the want to give your life to Christ once you know him further and you want to know him further. And then lastly, peacemaker. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. And so in God's eyes, what does it mean to be a peacemaker? I don't think it's just breaking up fights here and there or diffusing a couple arguments, but it's taking every single opportunity to share God with others and to just be a disciple for him. And because sharing God with others lets them lets them know about his peace and um, then they can become disciples themselves and continue to share God's peace. So just, and again, it's not just a one-time thing. It's something that you are because you're constantly seeking opportunities to share him, to share his love, to share his will. And the promise in this beatitude is that you'll be a child of God. And this is just, just a deeper relationship with him. And so again, it all comes back to the hunger and thirst for righteousness because once you hunger and thirst for righteousness and you get to know God, you want to share his will and you want to be peaceful and you want other people to know him and you, know, you want other people to know him the way that you do and want to carry out his peace like you do. So in conclusion, I think that all of the Beatitudes that I spoke about really come back to the hunger and thirst for righteousness because this is where the curiosity starts and this is where your want for a deeper relationship with him starts. Once you want that, it's easy to, it's easier to become merciful because you know how he is merciful for us. And it's easier to become pure in heart because you care about God so much and that's your single focus. And then it's easier to become a peacemaker because you want to carry out his will. Thank you.